All right, welcome in everybody to Middle Age Men on. Do we have it? Favorite, <laughs> favorite coaches from TVs and movies. Right? Yes, favorite coaches. Say? Coaches. Favorite, favorite coaches? coaches from TV or movies. From TV or movies, and you know we're so in sync on this. <laughs> uh, we've only been planning this since January, and and really, guys, it was I think brilliant of us to put our minds together knowing that come almost July, we'd be approaching 30 episodes and we'll need some content because mm-hmm. you know our lives will be a little bit different several months from when we started. So what we did was we, uh, we held back uh, each guest we've had on past episodes and we asked them a little side question and we've kept that in a file all along. And the question was, and it's something we'll discuss with our choices today, who is your favorite coach from a movie or TV show. And we're excited to finally do this episode. Like I said, we've been building it throughout and we're excited to share the responses from many of our past guests. You'll hear some familiar uh, voices again, dating back to uh, to January. So guys, I, you know, I thought we would start with, we don't wanna uh, blow our proverbial load and, and give our, our top choices right away, but why don't we share just some people who maybe missed the cut for us and see if there's any crossover with the list from our past guests. How does that sound? Sounds good. Okay, great. So when thinking about this question, Gene, I'm sure you you had a lot of people come to mind from movies and shows that you've enjoyed or even not enjoyed, but just like the portrayal, but didn't quite make the cut of your top choice. Who, who comes to mind? Who, who, who makes that list for you? I'm going to go off the wall uh, yeah. with, with, name number one it is a movie uh a golf movie (laughs) and it is one that is not uh tin cup but bagger vance i thought was a great not necessarily bagger vance Vance had some great coaching lines in the movie is that Uh, will smith will smith yeah yeah, will smith and and matt damon just some really like clear your mind focus the game is not as big as life moments. I like I went back and, and listened to a couple clips and I really enjoy Will Smith's Who, portrayal of is Bagger he the Vance. coach? He's the coach, he's, he's the he's caddy, right? Caddy. He's the caddy, but becomes kind of the coach. coach. Uh okay. becomes the coach in in that Matt Damon's character was lost and Bagger Vance got him got him on got him online. I really wow. I, I like the portrayal. James, have you seen Bagger Vance? I have not. Actually, nor, nor have I. I know. I don't of. think there's going to be many people that are like you picked Bagger Vance out the gate. <laughs> well, like, what the Bagger hell? Vance missed your cut. Part he of missed the my cut. Yeah. Uh, All right, James. Uh, anyone in the Bagger Vance arena who uh, <laughs> you know an out there choice who you, who you thought about but said nah that doesn't quite make my my list. It does. Uh, I have this this particular individual uh, served in the role as player coach. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> like I know where you might be going. Um, last name is a stellar body. Um, yes, please. And wears a sweet headband. And I'm referring to the one and only Jackie Moon. I love it of the Flint Tropics. Oh, I love it. Yes, I love it. I forgot he was coach. He was player coach and owner. Uh, yes, and owner. <laughs> yes, he fought a bear. He's got everything handled there. He was great. 
you know, I, I mean, Will Ferrell might come on this list several times. Um, um, <laughs> yep. I, I, I love that like Ferrell and, and, and Sandler have done so many sports movies. It's yeah. so yes. cool. Yeah. Kevin Costner to some degree too, but, but not mm-hmm. as funny as these guys, but man, I don't know. Um, Flint, just Flint tropics. It makes you laugh. <laughs> oh, Thinking of what was the, what was the song? Oh, love me sexy. Yes, love thank me you. Sexy. Might have to play love that. Me sexy. Love me sexy. Hey, I got a ring up here too. Mine says love. Think about that. Everybody love everybody. <laughs> well, I had along these lines. I had one that probably won't come up. Well, actually, I, I'll, I'll share two because we just talked about Will Ferrell. Phil Weston from mm-hmm. Kicking and Screaming, the youth soccer coach. Oh, he did not of our episode list. with all about youth sports, Gene. Oh, yes. Phil Weston and the, uh, the Tigers <laughs> is a good one with Coach Ditka. I don't think you should be butting in when I'm talking to my team. You're my assistant, okay? You're supposed to back me up and go get me juice boxes when I tell you. Now go get me a juice box. You know who you're talking to. I'm talking to the juice box guy. You're crazy. I'm not crazy. I'm just thirsty. Why don't you go to hell? No, you go to hell. Why are you there? Why are you grabbing a juice box? What about Molly McGrath from Wildcats, a female football coach in yes. the 80s? Right. Way ahead of its time, right? Yeah. Goldie Hawn? Yeah, Goldie Hawn. Is Hon. that who I said? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Goldie Hawn. Yeah. You said Molly McGrath. That was her name. In That's the movie, her name right? in the movie. Yeah. 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 Coach McGrath. So that was one of the first R-rated movies I saw as a kid. Really? And, uh, you know, you got a little little language in there, a little... Little little something else too, and um, so I will never forget that movie. And you bring up character actors who've done movies. We have named a movie with two of the uh, Woody Harrelson acclaimed Wildcats. Woody's in there. Uh, and Wesley Snipes is in there. Wesley Snipes. So Woody was in that. He was in, um, oh my God, Semi Pro with Will Ferrell, mm-hmm. and That's then right. basketball movie of White Man Can't Jump with right. Wesley Snipes. Right. It's yeah. Pretty. Woody. Woody it's said so a good pretty. sports movies too. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and also another awesome theme theme song um, for Wildcats. Done. Who, who did the theme song for Wildcats? Can you name the the artist? No, no, I cannot. I'm almost positive it's LL Cool J. Really? The Wildcats yeah. rap at the end. Yeah. Um, all right. U-G-L-Y. And anyone you else? Got no alibi. You ugly. Hey, hey you ugly. I, I do. Else miss your list? Have one more. <clears throat> yeah, I, I do have one more that missed my list and. Again, uh, off the random chart for, for Gene here, uh, a three-season television show on TGIF, uh, basketball coach who really – yeah, Dave, I see your face going, where are you going with this? There was a guy who looked a oh. lot like my dad. Oh, uh, guy. Just the 10 just of the us. Yes. Gra- <laughs> Graham T. Lubbock. Gym wow. teacher, basketball Lubbock. coach. Wow. Coach that was Lubbock. a crossover show. Wasn't he the coach on uh, Growing Pains? I think he First, was. And, yes. uh, and oh, yeah. Came, yep. Yeah. Graham Lubbock with his wife and their Great. eight kids cool. in, in California. That's awesome. I was, we were going through it. I was like, what was the name of that show? What was the name of that show? Graham Lubbock from Have Just the Tennis. I have not thought about that show maybe since it left the air. In oh, there you go. Right? I, think I just picture like him chewing whatever. gum with a whistle around his neck and a clipboard. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He had a he had a, he had a Rick Majerus look, which very compared your dad to Rick yes. Majerus in the yes, past. Yes, absolutely. Yes. And I was oh, as as I sat there watching, I'm like, I'm watching my house, but with 
more people in it, but that's my dad. <laughs> well, I can tell you, you know, from from Coach Lubbock to Jackie Moon and the ones we've been talking about, none of these have any crossover with our guest picks. So not, not so, so far, you're right. Anyone so, else we want to highlight, James? You know what? Um, the coach of the movie, the program. Ah, Ooh, that's yeah. um, that's uh, Sonny uh, from. Uh, James Conn. James, yeah. 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 James Conn. Jimmy Conn. Yeah. Jimmy Conn. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that one. Oh, yeah. Pain is I usually don't think of him, James. I think of like. Um, I think of Latimer, but. Latimer and, mm-hmm. and Joe Kane. And yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. But, I, you know, unfortunately, um, the coach, uh, gosh, Flint, I think is the name, um, from the program, mm-hmm. strikes me as having some very, very similar tendencies to. Uh, current uh, athletics coaches at the division one level, Mm. right? That sort of I'm plugged in, but not plugged in. I know everything that's going on, but not really. Uh, I don't want you to be able to hold my feet to the fire if, if necessary. How can I handle the problem, the the problem in house, i.e. Latimer to make sure Mm -hmm. it doesn't get out into the world. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of where I landed with, uh, with, with Jimmy Khan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I, uh, I think the others I have will start crossing over. And one I think might be Gene's pick if I had to guess. So I don't want to share it yet. I don't want to spoil you. your pick. Yep. Can, can um, I throw one more? That, yeah, like, go. go. Comedy, comedy coach, cultural icon movie, but a, a an introspective look at the guy who was kicked out of the sport, went down into the Caribbean, to find a group of guys to get back into the sport. John <laughs> cool Candy's runnings. portrayal of mm-hmm. Irv in Cool Runnings. Uh, so, so you've and, had and several a, John Candy references too. Uh, I in have. Podcast, in the first 30 <laughs> but, episodes. But again, <laughs> <clears throat> but again a, a coach that, like, they didn't win in the end, right? But you, right. you like, there was the positive ending. And yes, the, I, you know, uh, they took some liberties. We have a bod slip team. Was that what <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, you've got to feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme. That's uh, it. Wow. I just, I, you know, you, you look at Irv and I was like, all right, that's a humanization of a coach there. And yes, there was a little Hollywood trail, but that was a dude who was down at his luck and went back to, to get back into the sport. Mm. It is, but. Is it realistic that he once squeezed into a bobsled and sprinted down? And I, you know, like I need of authenticity. I need authenticity with my my sports movies. That's that's big on my list. So I like I, it. very I like cute that. movie. Big at big, you know, during its time. Yep. Real quick, there's there's just having dinner with my brother on his birthday the other night. He mentioned three. I don't think are going to be well, Ooh. two won't be named. So obviously he's watching Cobra Kai, but Mr. Miyagi and John Kreese. Uh, mm, yes, two. Yes off the radar <clears throat> coaches that probably won't come up. So I wanted to, you know, slot them in. Wonderful there. coaches. Yes. Mm. In their own ways, right? Different approaches. Mm-hmm. Much different. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. I oh, what was the other one? You over. said you mentioned three. Well, I, I now I'm holding back because I think it, well. Oh, okay. Okay. I got you. Got you well, got is, is Chubbs on anybody's? No. Chubbs was not on my list. No. Okay. So Chubbs was the third. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so I will go again, just off my my list norman dale in in hoosiers right and i think several of our guests picked this one and james you are nodding your head is he on your list i know you did it by sport 
Uh, I did. Norman yeah. Dale is 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 absolutely on my basketball list for sure. Amazing. I mean, it's, yeah. It is. Uh, What'd you like about him? You know, for me, he was just no nonsense and and you know, kind of his blue collar approach and basically telling him, a court's a court, ten feet's ten feet, it's the same measurement side to side, baseline to baseline. This is how it goes. There's the same guys got to play in the same hoops in the same gym, and you got to figure it out. And so I, I like that approach of here's our problem. We're going to figure out how to address our problem and then we're going to go out and solve our problem. Right. And, and it's, it's that movie to me boils everything down to just the fundamentals of not only just the sport, but that time in someone's life, how the community surrounds a, a team uh, and lifts it up and, and how it can be an inspirational story. And, and in some small towns, that's, that's the identity of the town is the success of the, of the local high school sports team. So, so sharing similar sentiments yeah. was a past guest. Yeah. And we have a little bit in common here with Ira Weintraub. Norman Dale, head coach of the 1952 Indiana State champion Hickory Huskers, is my favorite coach of all time. He overcame what could have been a career-ending mistake as a college coach, got away from the game to reach Charges Battery, then re-emerged in nowhere Indiana to teach those boys about basketball and life. He was as good at the X's and O's as he was with the psychology of the game and building a true team, Norman Dale. You know, I, I, I have to agree with, with both of you. Um, my favorite line and, and moment, I think, of that movie was <laughs> fifth foul, the kid fouls out. They only got six guys or whatever. And the kid who's not listening to him, Ray, I think his name is, takes his warm up off, just goes right into the game. Hey, where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the my team is on the floor mm -hmm. moment when the town was against him. He could have done, he could have just let it go and, and, and gone against his own principles, but he didn't. Mm -hmm. That was such a cool moment. And yeah. if you're a youth sports coach or any coach, that has to stick with you when your your principles are tested and and when it's a tough moment to make a tough decision about sitting a kid or or disciplining a kid. I always think of that scene. I don't know why. So I I love that 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 moment. And I have to say another another one of our past guests also agrees. Uh, Bobby Kraft had something to say here. I mean, do I have to go Gene Hackman on this one? Which I love one? it. Hoosiers. Yeah, which one? <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be. It depends. Hoosier. Okay, yeah, thank you. Gene, thank you. Gene Hackman, the replacements, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, exactly, Gene. Good call. Okay, back, uh, Gene, any thoughts on Norman Dale? Did, did, you've seen Hoosiers, right? I mean, you. I, no? I've not seen oh, wow. Hoosiers all the way. Whoa. Through. Wow, I know, Gene. right? Wow. I know. I think, I, I think it got to the point where like 15 years ago, I still hadn't seen it. And I'm like, it's not that I'm not going to Is it to an see IU it. just, thing? It's, it's not, it's just like, don't tell Rich. <laughs> no, it's just, I, I don't know. I haven't, I have not found myself in front of a television with Hoosiers on to say, oh, I'm going to watch the whole thing. That's, yeah. that's first on your list. I mean, it is a magical. You James have never right. steered it's, me wrong. I just haven't sat there and watched Hoosiers all the yeah. way through. Well, it's not he just will. basketball too. There's a whole redemption right. story oh. of the one kid's dad and the relationship. Yep. Oh, I forgot alcohol. about Dennis Hopper. Yeah. Dennis yeah. Hopper. Right. Dennis Hopper. I mean, that, that puts him back in the mix. I mean, because he's a right. basketball savant. And he, you know, he's basically shunned by the town because he's an alcoholic. And mm -hmm. James, I also like that it's a period piece. Yeah, I mean, it is absolutely. a glimpse of what life yeah. was like in rural, I mean, rural yeah. Indiana yeah, yeah. in the 1950s. I mean, yeah. 
it's really a special movie and i believe that won an academy award or, or he was nominated uh hackman was but Might have been yeah you, you gotta you gotta see that one uh yeah. gene put yeah, that at the top of your list all right um i don't think much has changed from the 50s to the 90s or 2000 <laughs> in indiana in indiana just fyi so, so for me um when i think football movies or coaches i actually go to the tv side Mm-hmm. and and this one again right there at the top of my list but if you've sat down and you've consumed back when people were doing box sets you know on dvd <laughs> before streaming mm-hmm. but friday night lights was the show yep and you talk about authenticity and realistic scenes and people that, that perfectly casted eric taylor kyle chandler's the actor eric taylor is the coach in friday night lights remarkable performance and one of my favorite shows of all time clear eyes full hearts let's go play some football let's go this was one where you turned me on it was one where i didn't see it um i just i didn't i missed the first couple episodes or first couple seasons just had i think it might have been i was working for michigan football just didn't have time um and then finally you're like gene you've got to watch this show and I binge watched, I think, the entire season in like a month. Um, and I, I, it was the one, it's one episode or one season, one show. Excuse <clears throat> me. I didn't want to watch the last episode. It was so good that I was like, I don't want to watch it. I don't want it to end. Have in you my still mind. not seen it? I, I, Leah made me watch it. She okay. said, she, like, she came over, she's like, watch this. And it was great, but it was one where I was like, I don't want it ever to end in my <laughs> mind. Like, Clear eyes, full hearts, man. You can't lose. Well, listen, it's, it, it got the it got the T Bone stamp of approval. Mm. I'll have you know. I mean, T Bone went against. I'm sure it was up against uh, Bud Kilmer from Varsity Blues, but he <laughs> opted for the the good guy and Eric Taylor. And here's what T Bone had to say. Hey guys, it's Trev. Just want to give a shout out to my my guys on the Middle Aged Men on podcast and tell you that my favorite coach on TV or movies is Coach Eric Taylor from Friday Night Lights. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. James, have you seen the show? I have not. This is my my Gene Skidmore admission here. That there you go. I have We're not, all going to have one like this. Yeah. Yes. Yep. I, I know, <clears throat> you know, I was interested in watching it when it came out, and I just never got to it. And it's out there on the horizon as, as a list. You know, it's on the list. But, um, you know, I, I have not watched it yet, no. Gene, this this wasn't your top pick, right? This was not my top pick, okay. no, but no, but like no. me, certainly right up there. And and uh, you know, it also was the selection for uh, to add some credibility to this pick of Dr. Brian Garrity, who specializes in in coaching, you know, education. And uh, this was his pick. Here's what Brian had to say. Well, it's it's got to be uh, yeah. The, the one I'm thinking about right now is um, what's clear clear eyes, full heart guy. Yep, Coach Taylor. Coach Taylor, Friday Night Lights. You gotta love the the innocence and the 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 heart and the dilemma and the want to try to be that coach that Coach Taylor tried to be yeah, at times too. Yeah, I know. I agree. It, He's up. There. It's the show you turned me on to. I didn't want to watch it. It's incredible. Watch it. You turned on me, and it's you know, clear eyes, full hearts, man. It's just yeah. the, the saying is it. It's positive. Yeah. I want to be a faculty meeting positive. I want, I want to be like a, I want to be at faculty meetings. I want to be like talking to faculty and right. getting university addresses. You want like, your own quote that's that awesome, right? Your eyes full heart can't lose. Let's go. Right. You know? Let's roll. 
All right. So, so Gene, you, you're hinting at another coach from a TV show. Yes. Another coach. Uh, who might that be? It is hard to do a best of not, not so much fictional, but like we're saying entertainment coaches without going to coach, which was the entire name of the show, <laughs> Craig T. Nelson and Hayden Fox from the Minnesota oh, so State good. Screaming Eagles. So good. It was it was so good. This was one of like the first where you could like somehow either mail away uh, a, a for a T-shirt or I had my parents bought Purple me and a gold. Minnesota State Screaming Eagles T-shirt and I proudly wore it. Um, you know, <laughs> Hayden Fox was, and it showed that behind the scenes, it was like you talk about fiction three coaches oh, oh, the yeah. entire program. Right? Oh, in that With tiny Dauber office. And Luther. Um, the scary part yeah. is Luther was the mastermind of the whole thing. That's the right. He's your defensive right. genius. <laughs> so, um, all right. All right. J- just to work my dad into every episode. Please. Um, <laughs> do. Uh, my dad uh, loved that show. Yeah. Loved that show. Um, his favorite show maybe of all time. That and Andy Griffith. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Luther was his favorite character by far. Mm-hmm. So, he was uh, he worked for some company toward the end of his career that was based out of Arkansas, and the owner of the company is this big big shot guy. He has a suite at Jerry World down in in wow. uh, Dallas, but he was personal friends with Jerry Van Dyke. Wow! And he knew my dad loved the show, and he got my dad and Jerry Van Dyke on the phone together for a conversation. Wow. That is incredible. Very cool. That's Very amazing. Cool. But yeah, great show. I love the dynamic with Judy, the the women's basketball coach. <laughs> yes. And, so good so good and right in our wheelhouse guys right we were all like oh yes for middle school high school and if you want to if you want to like go down a a haha you know we were going down topical now we're going to go down haha um coach the show coach hayden fox uh the actor craig t nelson then later played a movie with our lovable friend will ferrell when his character's name was coach in david which movie <laughs> so i saw blades of glory like the yes. interview for the movie came out and will ferrell said you know when they thought about who would be their figure skating coach he said how do you pick any anybody else but coach you got to pick coach right <laughs> so and and along those lines i think uh, one of our past guests had a similar um train of thought let's hear what ben milsom had to say favorite all-time coach from a tv show or movie go <laughs> Oh my, that's good. I think Coach from the Coach what? Show, right? Wait, what's his name? Coach like, uh, Hayden Fox. Hayden Fox. Hayden, Hayden Fox. Yeah. You're yeah. the first one to say that. Well done. Legit. Unbelievable. I have to just build this in here because I know nobody else. This is so off the radar. No one else picked this pick, but it, it's along the lines of Coach. Are you sure? <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Matt well, Trapepe's pick, our, our, yeah. our, one of our favorite guests from the He Man Toys of Our Youth episode. Went with a different coach. I, you know what? I'm gonna probably give an answer that nobody has given yet, and I'm gonna say, Coach, from Cheers. From oh, Cheers. That's a great call, Ernie Pantuso. Wow. Well great done. Great call. Yeah, that one. That one might not come up again. <laughs> nope. Cheers. Yeah, just a sec. Is there an Ernie Pantuso here? That's you, Coach. Speaking. <laughs> That's Any right. coach memories? Why, why do you think he went with coach knowing Matt? Well, I, you know, the thing is the coach was sort of this lovable old guy who had a million stories. 
<laughs> which I anticipate Matt or Pepe sort of evolving into one day with <laughs> not as many head injuries as Ernie Pantuso had because he led the league and hit by pitches, I think a number of times. Um, that was it. And so, uh, and he, he really, he could really lean into one. As a matter of fact, in one special episode, I believe he demonstrates uh, how to lean into a pitch. Um, they throw a ball into the pool room. You remember that pool room hallway and, mm -hmm. is, and you know, he's down, right? So um, it's fantastic, but he couldn't have been the nicest. I mean, he was just the nicest guy. I'd give you the shirt off his back. Um, you know, and he just, I think he, you know, he, he had a long bumpy road, no pun intended. And, and, but, uh, you know, he was just a good guy. So coach was coach was fantastic. That was a great. And, call. and how about how that show pivoted when oh, he yeah. died? Yeah. Yeah. And who did they bring in once again? Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. From, yeah. from French Lick, Indiana. <laughs> so was he really? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hick so from great. French Lick. Yeah. Outstanding. Outstanding. <clears throat> well, you know, we talked about another great coach from the movies who did not make any of our lists uh, that I know of. Um, but certainly someone we, we considered and uh, a movie we watch every time it's on TV. And that's remember the Titans. Mm -hmm. uh, one of our most notable guests did not hesitate to pick coach Herman Boone. I mean, Denzel coach you know, Boone. Yeah, no question. Yeah. I mean, that's it's my wife's favorite movie. It's one of my favorite movies. Um, like, like I, I'm, I'm as much as I love like the X's and O's of football. Like I'm, I'm so that's why Coach Caldwell is my favorite coach, um, because he's so much more than just football coach. Like, and I just loved co the coach. Boone was about like uh, the development of men um, and overcoming obviously all the things that were going on society wise then, and and. Um, but also like awesome football coach, you know, and, and the one-liners with the humor aspect of it. I think, I think for him, for, for me, it would be him. So Orlovsky obviously uh, went with the football coach and not the X's and O's guys, but the, the motivator, the, the, the tremendous integrity, great movie, great movie, right guys. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Time piece. Um, yeah. Him and him and his assistant coach, you know, you will always they will remember the day that you play the Titans. Um, just a, and and something that we may do in the future here, David, is to take that team and go through the woods of Gettysburg uh, oh. <laughs> on yeah, that run when, on the run where they walk through Gettysburg National um, Park. I mean, it, it, it's got to give you goosebumps, right? Strong side. You know, left side, strong side, you know, all <laughs> just the whole, the whole dynamic of that movie and for coach Boone to be the cohesive unit of it all, the, the glue, the unbelievable story and movie. Great cast too. Yes. Yeah. Sunshine. Donald Faison. <laughs> well, I think too, the, and the relevance even to today's societal issues that have mm -hmm. not gone away. Um, you know, I, I personally am a big believer in um, the power of sport to bring people with mm. different backgrounds together and different yep. ideas and different philosophies. We've all been in locker rooms. We've all been on teams and you don't get along with everybody on your team. You don't even like everybody on your team, but you learn how to work together and move towards a common goal, um, which I think is huge. Uh, maybe we should play this for Congress not to get too political, but um <laughs> But no, I, I think it's it's a great movie, um, and I think it kind of discusses, you know, as adults, we talk about 
oh, wouldn't it be nice if everyone got along and we were inclusive and blah, 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 blah. But, but to see that in that movie from the player's perspective, right? Um, and how they sort of navigate that um, during those racial times is pretty interesting. I thought it was great. That's a great element to, to the sport piece. Well, CBD salesman and uh, former All-American football player himself, Josh Schneider, would agree. Yeah, I got, I got to go, Coach Boone. We, my, my kids love that movie. We actually just watched it again yesterday. Um, chills every time. Uh, so, yeah, I got to go, Coach Boone. I think you have one for hockey, if I'm not mistaken. Do you want to share that one? Well, I, I do. And it's, it's one that I think, um, you know, there's not a ton of hockey movies out there, to be honest with you. Right. Um, I don't know. I don't watch a lot. Well, there you go. I don't watch a lot. I don't watch a lot of hockey movies. So there yeah, may be a whole I, bunch you know, of there's, there. you're right. There, there's a few, but, but yeah. there's a few. I, I haven't seen them all. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, I've seen a few like young blood, uh, you know, early Rob Lowe vehicle that it was, <laughs> yeah. uh, then obviously everybody knows the mighty ducks. Right. Um, but I went with in this Olympic year, I went with, uh, an Olympic coach, right. I mean, probably the greatest hockey movie, uh, potentially of all time, reflecting the greatest hockey moment in the history of our country. Um, Mr. Herb Brooks in, in miracle, uh, that speech is gets goosebumps every time. There's a reason I got them now. I got them now. (laughs) There's a reason why that movie is played on team buses all over the country as they travel to Mm -hmm. and from games. Uh, it, it, it resonates regardless of sport. It resonates. And, uh, it is, you know, what's going to happen. And it's still an amazing movie. Guys, I went down the rabbit hole last night and I sent you one, I think at like a 1130 last night of a, of a YouTube clip of like 11 minutes of different things. But hearing it again last night, like I literally got goosebumps under yeah. the covers last night, yeah. listening to the speech uh, or the few different speeches, right? The wind sprint speech, uh, yeah. Mike Ruzioni, yeah. Boston, Massachusetts. Yep. Who do you play for? Yeah. USA? We're done, boys. Like just yeah. the way in it's, <laughs> oh my it's God, so... It's so <laughs> hockey that he yeah. refers to the team throughout the entire movie as boys. That is boys so hockey. And just his his voice, the tone, yeah. great, great character. Another movie great that portrayal. was cast perfectly. Yeah. Oh, and I love how they how they worked in real footage and real audio. Yeah, from, from yeah. Um, uh, Michael's, Michael's uh, call, yeah. Al Michael's yep. call. Yeah, and. Um, just incredible yeah incredible yeah. film and uh great moment i think the line of the speech that got me the most and one that you know david and i with we're doing the youth coaches is you know nine times out of ten they win but not tonight like just right. that the, yeah. that delivery was one game if we played them ten times they might win nine but not this game not tonight tonight we skate for them tonight we stay with them and we shut them down because we can't. That's like, it, right there. You're sitting there and you're like, you pick up in your seat as you you're watching. Want, so you Kurt Russell, out of like, there, man. It, man. Is that oh. speech, is that speech verbatim? Like, do you, do you know if like that was, that I, I do not thought I they just kind of recreated what it might that be. Was, yeah. I thought that was verbatim. I yeah, thought all those guys was. are alive. So they could probably tell you. Um, well, yeah. and I know that just in, in reading and watching stuff about the movie and how it was made, 
you know, even more challenging because I believe Herb Brooks uh, he had just passed away. Yeah, I just yeah, passed yeah, away that's another layer to it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And, you know, obviously they want to do right, right by him and his memory. Um, but you have a blueprint that was just kind of laid out. But, you know, there's not a lot of talk about what happened leading up the behind the right. scenes and all those sort of things and how the team actually came together. It's more about, you know, the 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 USSR game, which was actually the semifinal game. It wasn't even right. an old right. medal game. Right. Uh, which most people don't realize. Yeah. yeah, but they played Sweden uh in the finals. So um, you know, just stunning stuff. Just an amazing movie. Yeah. Just an amazing well, certainly movie. not an embarrassing moment to pick her brooks for Andrew Ladd, uh past yeah. guest and a new friend England of show. kid himself, friend of show. Not surprised he went with the hockey movie and, and great choice. And here's what Andrew had to say. The lead has to go to Kurt Russell as uh, legendary U.S. Olympic Miracle on Ice coach Herb Brooks in the movie Miracle. It's the most inspiring pregame speech of any time. If uh, you haven't seen the YouTube video of like the little six-year-old kid giving the speech word for word dressed up in his Herb Brooks suit, then uh, I'd encourage anybody to go listen to that. Okay, we're, we're working our way down. I think we've, we've touched on a lot of different choices. There's one I have, again, that I don't think the two of you will pick. I know Gene won't, but one of our guests did. And it just kind of came out naturally in our normal podcast. I didn't even have to ask this question. Uh, and that would be Dr. McFarland in the Diplomatic Immunity uh, crossover pod. <laughs> On the topic of all things England and British, his choice was one that just missed my cut. Dude, just watched Ted Lasso last week. Uh, like the best show I've, I've, I yeah. love it. Can't wait for season two. I, his, that character is so amazing. <laughs> Greatest show ever. Anyways, yes. but I digress. Well, you might have just answered one of our other side questions. Uh, yes, Mr. Lasso. Okay, so I know early on, like back in January, James, you gave this show a try, and after an episode or two, you're like, ah, this isn't for me. Gene, right. you have not seen it, and this is more than Friday Night Lights. I'm wanting you to see this show. I have, James, I have been where told you at to with it now? Wait in, yeah, I've been told to hold off until yeah. the second season comes out, yeah. and then season to binge watch season one and follow up with season two. That's so I, so I'm, I'm, I'm doing what my coach in life, David Dito, tells me to do, is to <laughs> wait to watch the show. Okay. I actually went ahead and... and um, my sister-in-law and her husband got into the show and they said after those first couple episodes, it gets way better. And they were right. So we Good. jumped back in, jumped, jumped back in and watched the rest of the season. And it kind of became the show that I thought it was going to become in the first couple episodes, but I just, it didn't seem to find its footing until maybe the third or fourth episode. Cause it I would agree. Yeah. And so, but after that, yeah, it's fantastic. Love it. Yeah. Love the show. Yeah. And there's, it's, it's, it, to me, it was the perfect show. I mean, Tiger King, you know, get that out of right, here. Right. This was the perfect show for the year 2020 and what yeah. we were all living through. Like it was, there's not a, there's not a, like a negative, like make fun of a character or a butt of the jokes. Like it's all just so uplifting and positive. Yeah. And it, it'll make you cry for <laughs> all the right reasons. And, and I highly recommend that. Can't wait for you to see it, Gene. And another good choice that just missed my cut. Gentlemen, do you want to clean up a few of these choices from some of our past uh, guests who I know aren't on our list? Sure. Okay. I, one, if you remember the speech mm. that Mike Vuvinis 
trainer from Miami Beach, Florida, mm-hmm. gave uh, about the Miami Sharks coach from any given Sunday. Here's what Mike had to say. Because we were just talking about it and the speech was great. Yeah, it's a tough one. You might, you might laugh, Al Pacino any given Sunday. No, first one to say it. The inches yep. in front of your face. <laughs> so good. I'm sorry. It was just, it was just talking about it. So I love that one. The inches. <laughs> the inches. They're so everywhere is, around. This us. is a, this is another movie I haven't really seen all the way through. Like, have you guys seen it? And, and no. do you believe the Al Pacino head NFL coach performance? I don't buy it. Absolutely but people love this. Movie. Not. <laughs> okay. I watched. People it, love this it, movie though. It felt like a. Uh, a, just a, a star vehicle movie, right? Yeah. That happened to have Al Pacino might have been the only guy that was taking the movie seriously and wanted it to be realistic while everybody else was, you know, Jamie Foxx and LL Cool J are beating each other up between scenes. There was a whole, there was some backstory there. Cameron Diaz, Jim like Brown in that movie? He might have been. It, yeah, it was just the, the whole thing was a hot mess. It just yeah. was. Um, I'm, you know, I've seen it, but I saw it once and I saw it years and years and years. That ago. was enough, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I didn't need to go back on that one. Um, so, yeah, that just what, didn't do much for me. Wasn't good the guy speech, who though, was right? the rookie in the movie, too? Who was uh, one of the, oh, God, why can't I think of the guy's name? I think, um, well, out. Jamie Foxx was the backup quarterback. And then he got thrust into the starting role and he literally puked his guts out in the oh, huddle nice. on the first play. Um, just like depending on whether or not you believe uh, his teammates, the the gentleman from uh, Philadelphia Eagles who threw up in the huddle during the Super Bowl, the quarterback. Oh, nice! I think of his name. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, who is who's Goldie Hawn's husband? Kurt Russell. Damn it! Who's the other guy that I'm thinking of? Who was the guy that was the rookie uh, from Tampa uh, Bay? Dennis Quaid. He, Dennis Quaid. Quaid is in that movie too, isn't he, Jimmy? I think he's the quarterback, Maybe. right? He's the quarterback. Yeah, because yeah, gets... he's going to play like the uh, – at that time, I mean, that's 20-some-odd, 25 years ago. Right. You, know, you got to think he's he's probably in his mid-40s, early, late 30s. And he was a guy who always looked like he was in great shape, so he could yeah, play the Dennis role. Dennis Quaid right. and Kevin Costner were, quarterback, were right? believable yeah. a- right. old athletes, like past their prime. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Okay. All right, well, let's move on from that movie because none of us really seem to like it. No, uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry, but but the speech, break, the inches, the speech is good. Inches, yeah. speech is all good. around us. Yeah. yeah, if we're giving top movie speeches, it might make the cut. Agreed. Um, so we're closing in, and and the last guest selection might be on your list, James, or at least you were considering it. And mm. it's a movie I haven't watched since it came out. I was pumped up to to see it when it hit the theaters uh, because of who was in it, and that was. Blue chips. I don't even know Nick Nolte's name in the movie, but Pete uh, Bester, something like that. Well, yeah. let's let let's hear from uh, from our good friend, Coach Pendergrass, on this selection. My favorite all-time coach from a TV or movie is Pete Bell from Blue Chips because I am Pete Bell. Pender, you sound like you were in a phone booth in that clip. But uh, at any rate, that was your pick. Uh, what do you guys think? Reflections on the movie Blue Chips. What do you remember most? Uh, I, I, you know, to me, it was a thinly veiled portrayal of Bobby Knight, who uh, was in it, right? Yes, he was in the yes. movie. Yeah, he coached against um, the guys. I think in the championship game, maybe. Um, but to me, it was, it, you know, having worked in college athletics at that level. Uh, seeing a coach in try compliance. to wrestle in mm-hmm. compliance, no less, 
seeing a coach wrestling with the idea of how do I, you know, he's, he's been so great. He's run a clean program, but he realizes that he can't do that anymore. And the booster or the athletic director who was played by Bob Cousy, right. Of the Boston Celtics, the legendary guard from, from Boston Celtics during the sixties when they did not know that great Bob Cousy's the athletic director, um, which is pretty amazing. You know, it's got all the names, you know, Penny Hardaway and Shaq Shaq. Uh, who's the kid from Indiana? Uh, who's the shooter? Um, yeah, never played in the NBA. It was kind of no, an odd choice, but I yeah. guess it worked. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a good movie. It was a good movie for the time, and um, you know, I think uh, it it probably was a little realistic than people maybe believe or know in some cases, right? right? Um, a little more realistic. A little more sense? realistic with, okay. if, you know, given all the stuff that's coming out recently over the last year, year and a half about coach issues um and the bribery scandals and all these kind of things you know in some ways blue chips is way ahead of its time as far as peeking behind the curtain and bringing that stuff out that, that kind of stuff's been going on in athletics for decades right and it's not right. gonna stop well i appreciate that and i appreciate pender's thoughts but i think we've spent way too much time on the movie blue chips <laughs> <laughs> yes, all right let's let's correct. wrap this up i think we're closing in on our choices, mm. our selections. Is there, so. is there one second that I could take for a coach that I know is on no one's level, but is an actor that I think I believe for the time period in which the movie was uh, portrayed, and that is Matthew McConaughey's portrayal oh. of yeah. Marshall yeah. Thundering Herd, like assumed head coach mm. Jack Langell. Uh, I believe I'm saying that correctly. Langell. Yeah. Um, yeah, the 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 speech that he gives at the end of the movie oh, it's such you know, a, the, yeah. it's 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 too sad for me though um i i, I it's agree it's, so it's a tragic. hard movie to get through it is but if if you've if you've never heard of of the tale of marshall they lost uh there was a plane crash uh that killed 75 of their team and staff and there was only a handful of guys that remained uh that were either uh, those that were not good enough to travel, those that were injured, or a or couple injured, coaches yeah. that just didn't make it, uh, that didn't make the flight. But they lost seventy-five people in a flight. And the speech at the end that he gives, that you know, hey, takes them to the the, the final resting place. The the last six or the six guys that they couldn't, they didn't know who which of the six were the six, so they buried them all together as a team and brings the guys there. And and the last line of the funerals end today. It's like, oh. Let's you're getting go. you're getting choked I'm up getting right now. I know. Oh. No, it's so good. It's so good. That's why I love these movies. James, right. who's the? I think it's the team they beat, but I know they play them. Xavier University. Xavier Back when they had varsity football. Really, yeah. that was the yeah. team that they went and played. Yeah. I think they beat Xavier. They beat Xavier. their only win. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. only win that season was Xavier University. And that's, you know what he said. Who's just shortly discontinued their program. Coming out of our little league conversation of of him saying, "Hey, win or lose, you play your heart on the line." Oh, you got to stop. You win. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I thought you were going to say, you Clinics know, are located um, next to the microphones I'm, for those. Right. <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't brought up a truly, maybe because there's really no coach role in it, but a truly great sports movie. When I, when I think of authenticity, yeah. And that is about your Detroit Tigers and Billy oh. Chapel, and mm. for the love of the game, what a great movie and the scenes, but really no coach, right? I, I mean, wanted so to get that in there. I wanted to get, yeah. you know, Costner with the Tigers, 
uh, clear the mechanism. But yes. as much as I looked, I'm like, I can't get J.K. Simmons in that movie. Like, right. I don't know how, like, he's a skipper. He, he has like five roles. Yeah, John C. Riley would be the John, closest thing to the oh, coach as the John catcher. John C. Riley is the catcher. Yeah. And just right. that, I, I did go down the rabbit hole last night and watch a couple of scenes. I was like, I got to just, you know, watch. <laughs> It's, you know, the cathedral it's underrated. that is Yankee Stadium belongs underrated to a chapel. Yeah. Great movie. Yeah. Underrated. <laughs> all right. All right, uh, fellas, Sorry. let's wrap this up. Um, yes. I know I have my top choice remaining. I hope it's yep. unique to yours. Who wants to yes. go first? I, we've touched on, you know, James, you did it by sport, but do you have an overall that we haven't mentioned yet that you want to lead off with? You know, circle back around to me last. I don't know okay. that I have an overall, but I'll have one by the time. I will, I, okay. I will take okay. my overall number one if, if you want it. to, David. And yes. um, it, it has local ties to the area that you live, my friend. Uh, oh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the Detroit movie. You're going to come right back at me. I'm going to come my right movie. back. I think I know uh, what you're going to say. You know, when, when, you, when you love baseball the way that, that I do, uh, I was kind of pissed that one of my favorite baseball moves of all time involves the Cleveland Indians, but Lou <laughs> Brown, yeah. my number one coach. Entire world. Oh, Lou, this is Charlie Donovan with the Cleveland Indians. How would you like to manage the Indians this year? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? This is a chance to manage in the big leagues. Let me think it over, will you, Charlie? I got a guy on the other line about some white walls. I'll talk to you later. Just from the start to the finish, you take a ragtag group of, you know, nobody wants and progressively get them better. Put the, you know, when you've got the owner and you tear away a win and she gets more <laughs> and more naked. Um, and just the final, the final buildup scene where he goes out, uh, I got it. You want Vaughn? I got a hunch he's due. Oh, just so the, the, the lines, the talking. Forget he about the He looked like a baseball Ricky. manager he, from the 1980s. Too, did. Did he not? As Could much you? as Al Pacino does not fit the role of a football <laughs> coach, yeah. Lou Brown fits uh, the role of a baseball manager. You may run, you may like, run like Hayes, but you, hit and like you play shit. like shit. <laughs> Just How fast? Great, so good. great actor for that role. So good. Yep. Yeah. So, so good. Good choice. Good choice. How many, I how love many it. fingers am I holding up? <laughs> <laughs> Great, so, great uh, fit for that. And we need to get you some eyeglasses. Besides, yep. seeing's seeing's the most important thing, Rick. <laughs> ain't that important? Um, We're caps and sleeves at this level, son. Yep. So I, I think it's an interesting thing here. I think what we're what we're realizing is baseball movies seem to evoke the most emotion in many respects. They have and a little that, heart to them. That's where I'm going with my top mm -hmm. choice. So. I think one of the greatest performances in cinema history and one of the greatest movies of all time that people just think of right away and they quote has to be Brian Dennehy's performance with the Chatham A's in Summer Catch. <laughs> wow. I'm just kidding. Now, Tenley is beautiful in that movie. Yes. Uh, this this is for uh, past guest of the Bachelor Party episode, Nahal. Uh, decide this is Nahal's choice. Um, Chad Amaze, I love her. Um, <laughs> what a horrible movie, but can't stop thinking about it. What's going on? You okay? I love her. Oh, okay. Well, I love her too, but let's get two more out, okay? Come on, kid, get up. Everything all right, fellas? He loves her. 
Well, that's great. Thanks. You're welcome. I love her. We know. Two oh. actors from Scooby Doo were in that movie, by the way, just to throw that out there. Two or Prince Jr. All right, so to be serious, this is the one that stands out to me. And if I could, I'd like to share a few lines, see if you pick up what I'm laying down. Are you crying? Are you crying? Are you crying? There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. Oh, you zip it, Doris. Rogers Hornsby was my manager, and he called me a talking pile of pig shit. And that was when my parents drove all the way from Michigan to see me play the game. And did I cry? No. No. And do you know why? Because there's no crying in baseball. There's no crying in baseball. No crying. Jimmy Dugan, a league of your own. Dugan. Yes. Checks all the boxes for me. Uh, I love that movie. Yes. I love everything about that movie. And he stands out among all the actors and actresses in that movie. Which and are plentiful. I think it's, I think it's yes. might be his best performance in his entire career, in my wow. opinion. A chameleon of a man um that can talk to a volleyball for three hours and we are riveted uh but you put him in a dugout and you give him uh madonna and rosie o'donnell and uh oh my god why can't i think of her name off the top of my head uh who played Dottie? uh gina davis gina davis i mean just wonderful wonderful cast and for him like those lines that you gave were awesome the underrated line that i think of when i think of that movie is Stillwell Angel, and he hits him with a glove right in the face. We're gonna win, like just that little grit your teeth. I'm like, I I love that movie. I love the actor. Great choice. Yeah, thank you, thank you. I know I know you had considered that too. I have to believe. And um, but, oh, uh, thanks I, for giving me that one. Yep, you. We had poloed before, and I brought it up. You're like, no, that's fine. I'll go to the next baseball movie. Howdy, Jimmy. She's crying, sir. All right, James. Uh, final thoughts. And do you have one that you would, uh, you've already mentioned maybe that you would put top, top of the list for yourself? Uh, yes. Um, this is a movie that um, harkens me back to my childhood. It's a, it's a movie that had been uh, subsequently remade, uh, although inferior to the original. Um, this movie to me was very indicative of what it was like to play uh, youth sports during this time frame, uh, that being the 70s. Uh, and the, the coach that I'm referring to is Morris Buttermaker, mm-hmm. played by Walter Matthau from Badminton Bears. <laughs> um, I read a description of, of his, of his uh, character, and, you know, he was... Uh, never without um a beer in his hand he would say what he would think um and um basically his coaching style would would have child protective services probably oh showing up today (laughs) times have changed yes but that it was very realistic for then and so you know to harken back to my youth i uh, mr buttermaker um and the thing point. that was great, because there was yeah. always that in the movie, the kid that rides up, Kelly, who rides yes. up on a dirt bike, right? And we all knew that one kid who was kind of the, the hood kid, but he was tough and cool and everybody wanted to hang around him. And he had, you know, he was a little older. He probably shouldn't have been hanging around kids or three years younger than him. Um, but, you know, you don't think about that when you're that age. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, Buttermaker was um, 
absolutely my my number one there uh, just good, because good choice yeah he just you know, a lot a lot of, a lot of guys out there listening will like that choice too yeah, yeah. all right ra- rapid fire let's wrap this up anyone off top ahead with that wasn't mentioned uh, what about john goodman and revenge of the nerds what about emilio ah. estevez and mighty ducks anything <laughs> that like was that? that's a good one emilio estevez just because it, the i mean he's had a 25 plus year run as gordon bombay as disney plus has brought back yeah. the mighty ducks um there's one that that we didn't mention in um along the lines of herman boone uh, but on the other side of things is don haskins uh the coach from glory road mm. um great portrayal of a coach of that era of bringing along the five african-american uh basketball players starters to uh did they they won the national championship am i wrong in that uh, did they be or did they take him to the final? I think they did. I, I haven't think... seen that movie. I want to see it, but I'm Great sure it's an movie. awesome choice. Texas really, Western really versus movie. University. Texas Western. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people oh, do like Coach movie. Carter too, uh, yeah. Samuel yes. Jackson's. I haven't seen yeah. that. Uh, the Way Back is a newer movie with uh, Ben Affleck. He plays a mm. like a covering some, alcohol someone suffering from addiction who comes mm. back and coaches a high school team. It's actually really good. Yeah, a lot of movies like that we forget good good performances. How what about, about um, Reggie Theus as Bill Fuller? in no. hang time on wow. NBC. Wow. <laughs> I, I can go you one better. Whoopi Goldberg as Eddie, oh coach God. of the New York Knicks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. Like George Costanza, I'm out, going out on top. <laughs> I, I don't remember the coach from The Natural, but I think he was Pops. Pops. Yeah, Pops. did a great job in that. He's, he sold um, he sold oatmeal and diabetes medication on the side. <laughs> Wilfred Brimley. Oh, oh, last one. Last one. Your story from the last uh last podcast, Gene. Cinderella Man. Oh, do we, do we count Paul yeah. Giamatti as the coach, you even though he was the promoter? Paul Giamatti yeah. as Cinderella Man. And if you're gonna go down that road, you've got to get Mickey in there. Um Mickey. from from Rocky. Uh but yeah. Paul I I forgot to look up Paul Giamatti's name because I wanted to do that last night. His his role in Cinderella Man as the corner man is you pick a guy up from literally begging for a job on the streets. And, you know, the real, if you guys haven't seen the movie Cinderella Man, take some time. It's awesome. And watch that movie. It is such a, such a great get your ass out of the My chair favorite boxing movie. movie. My favorite yeah. boxing movie. Yeah. It's I'm like living right in New York in the early 1900s in the tenements and gives and, you a sense of the depression yeah. and everything. Yeah. yeah. Irish were discriminated against big time. And, yeah. you know, that was a huge thing. Yeah. Hey, the two champs look sensational. They look sweet. And he's loading up on you. You see that? He opens up after you jab, and you got to come in there with the right. Real quick. Pop, pop, bang. Well, gentlemen, this was fun. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad it worked out. It was fun to revisit some old voices that we haven't talked to in a few months and yeah. uh, finally get our selections out there. I'm 30 sure episodes. For our audience's sake, I'm sure we missed others. So comment on our Facebook yes. page. Let us know. Send in your choices, and um, maybe we'll do another episode down the road uh, along these lines. So, so David, how do you find us on social media where people should like and subscribe? Um, I don't know what the handle is, but it's Middle Aged Men on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're mainly on Instagram and then Facebook. Middle Aged Men on just keyword search for us. Our followership is growing, which is nice, and we post some funny stuff. So you'll all enjoy it out. Remember, subscribe, unsubscribe, subscribe, unsubscribe. Continue yeah. to like everything <laughs> out there. We need the hits. Get it we up. will be taking a little bit of a, a of a summer hiatus. Am I wrong in that, boys? Yeah, we, we're right oh, there at yeah. 30 episodes. Summer break is upon us. We're going to go our separate ways a little bit for uh, vacations and camps and things like that. 
And I think we have some fun stuff planned when we get back at it in the fall, like maybe a trip to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, maybe that trip to Gettysburg on the battlefield and other great topics that are on our list that we haven't gotten to yet. So uh, look forward to that, boys. And until the next time, we'll, we'll stay in touch on the app, okay? Excellent. You know, nine times out of 10, other podcasts may beat us, but not today. Today <laughs> is our day. So let's go out there and let's capture it. Well done. Great way to end it. <laughs> nice. nice.